Miller Furniture, St. Louis's home for American-made furniture presents Lynn Vinhouse Goes to the Movies with Jennifer and Wendy on the Big 550 KTRS. And it is a happy Friday, and we want to get started right away, Lynn, with Wonka. Yes, you're going to need a chocolate fix right after this movie, <laughs> I guarantee. We need I'm one so anyway. I'm surprised by your review. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I love the Gene Wilder one. In fact, I saw it in uh, a theater because I was such a musical theater nerd, and I knew who Leslie Brickus and Anthony Newley were, and I liked Gene Wilder. And so that movie is near and dear to my heart, but, you know, it's got a little edge. And Timothy Chalamet is all in adorable as Wonka. He is just charming, and he's just playful, and it's all whimsical. If you've seen this writer-director Paul King's Paddington movies, I guarantee you, watch Paddington 2, and it'll be on your best of list. Mm. It will. It's just this world, this whimsical world, and it's just a nice escapism. And this is the prequel. So they have big baddies, oh, and okay. and that, and then they have um, they have really good talent. Olivia Coleman is a bad guy, and then the mm. chocolate cartel who cannot <laughs> have a, a dreamer. Uh, and Willie has gone all over the world to find exotic ingredients. He's traveled the seven seas, and he's got this little toolbox. And he I'm is, in. I thought Jennifer <laughs> was the, ca- the chocolate cartel. <laughs> I know, and so it's just. Um, it's just heartfelt and warm, and I think it's very comforting. And I will admit that when uh, hit, okay, Timothy Chalamet's voice is a little thin. He's nobody's going to mistake him for Josh Groban, but when he starts singing "Pure Imagination," because that's one of the two songs that are from the original, I got a tear in my eye hmm. because it's just for you know, like the Rainbow Connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and and all that. And so I think families are going to enjoy this because it's not dark and creepy. I mean, the villains are just annoying, not terrifying. We're talking about Wonka. Is it in the theaters or online? Yes, it's in the theaters uh, starting today. And I just think it's going to be nice family fair. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of knocks like, oh, it's not as good as the original and everything. But Take it as a take it as a prequel. Take it as a standalone. And the production design is gorgeous, especially at the end. I'm not gonna reveal. Okay, good. But. Now the zone of interest you call one of the best movies of the year absolutely chilling. I, I know nothing about it. Oh yeah. Well this is gonna get big uh play at all the awards. Um, it is from the United Kingdom, but it is set in Germany and it is the Rudolf Heist family. He was the Nazi commander of Auschwitz and he and his family lived next door in this their dream home and it is the family life of the Hoises compared to what he's doing at Auschwitz oh my gosh and it's so chilling because it's so normal. It's like when he was on trial at Nuremberg because he was executed in for his war crimes in 1947 he just basically was like well that was my job 
and and he talked about the final solution to the Jewish problem. And they just act like it's mundane. There's a group of women that are sitting in the kitchen talking about how they've pilfered all this stuff from the Jews that were oh, captured. And they're just talking about it like it's casual. Like this is, and it's just terrifying because it has such a casual tone. But yet you see the Nazi officers going around and talking about the train and how many Jews are coming. Oh. And, and it's just just chilling. You hear these noises. I don't think I could handle yeah. those. Yeah. So, so it's it's one of these extremely brilliantly conceived and con- executed movies. The editing, the music, the cinematography, the acting. Uh, it's Christian. Oh, gosh. Now, I, I was reading an interview with him, and the director told him, he plays voice, told him to, when he's lying, do this with his eyes, and when he's telling the truth, do this with his voice. Mm. You know, because he had to play him as like a normal monster. Okay. And this is the zone of interest, and it's in theaters now? Yes. Okay. And Lynn says, I mean, this sounds hard to take. It really does. But one of the yeah. best movies of the world. On Netflix, Leave the World behind and this is number one on netflix right now wendy you've seen it i have to say that at least on social media i can't remember the last time i saw any uh, anything that is so polarizing yes it, people yes. love it or they say is julia roberts in this yes, yes. okay that's all i know they, about yes. it they it, say they love it or they cannot stand it it's the worst movie they've ever seen it's like either black or white what's it about it is about an apocalyptic thriller, but it's based on uncertainty. And I think that's where people are drawn the line because it doesn't have any answers. And it just raises all these questions. Like all of a sudden, everybody's phone's not working. Everybody's TV's not working. There's a national alert. Nobody knows what's going on. There in Long Island, uh, Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke play a couple with two children. And she's decided their lives are so hectic that they're going to just get away for the weekend. They go to Long Island. And they do a Airbnb, this beautiful home. And uh, in the middle of the night, I mean, they're sitting there having wine and playing Jenga in the middle of the night, um, Mahershala Ali is at the door and saying, this is my house. And they're like, well, how do you know? And then he, how do you explain, uh, you know, who I am? And then he knows where things are in the house and he's with his daughter. So Julia Roberts plays, uh, she is not a sweetheart in this. She plays a very skeptical uh, not very nice. Uh, does she do it well? Because I, yes. I don't think I've ever seen her. Yeah, yeah, she does it well. Like that. She does it well. She's hard to take. So they have to coexist, and it just gets weirder. All these things are happening. Uh, like uh, uh, the one guy notices that a plane has crashed on the beach, and there's all this debris from the plane crash, and they're noticing things like there's all these deer in the backyard. And then flamingos Ooh, show up. Yes, it is. I was uh, McGraw talked about this on, on uh, yesterday. I was just at the edge of my seat, so tense, so anxious, and hmm. I just was. <laughs> Wait, like, I don't know if that's what we. That's what is we try like not to. to be. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do not watch this. I made the mistake of watching this before I went to bed, and I oh, went, "Well, oh, this boy. was a bad." I, ha- you know, what I had to do? I had to watch. You had to watch the, the great, great. I had British to watch. Off. I had to watch Ted Lasso, the yes. mom, the mom episode <laughs> afterwards <laughs> to forget. The, but it's so well done. 
and and uh, the um, they have a couple changes to this book. This book was really popular, bestseller, and the director of this, uh, Sam Ismail, the author, is fully on board with the ambiguous ending, and he said this isn't the kind of movie that is going to wrap up everything. And so there's all these theories and Kevin Bacon plays a survivalist and he, his theory is that the government is making people turn on each other to survive mm. and it's so Sounds like a little bit of hunger games a little bit of any kind of apocalyptic and fill in the one blank. of our texters from the 314 <laughs> said watched it last night two hours and 18 minutes wasted oh so as wendy said i, I guess it's polarizing yeah. and we're talking about leave the world behind it is number one right now on netflix right, right. now on rotten tomatoes i haven't posted my review yet because i just saw it so um it's like really high with the critics and really low with the audience. It's this huge disparity b- between that. And I think it's because it isn't wrapped up and uh, you don't know. I'm not going to reveal things, okay, good. but don't, you good. don't know what really, what, what, you know, re- what? but I, I thought it, I thought it was good. And, you know, Mahershala Ali, he's got two Oscars and he's terrific. How do you say his first name? I love that guy. I know. Mahershala Mahershala, or Mahershala. 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 Ali. Mahershala. Okay, I know who I've been trying. About. I go look it up how to say it. <laughs> now, Fallen Leaves is a quirky rom-com from Finland. Is that in theaters or Right, online? well, it just left. I was all set to review it because it's one of these that's drier than British humor. Wow. And it's in Finland. And this couple, they they connect, but it's so weird. They have, like, all these things happen. And they're sitting in this karaoke bar, and, and all these happy songs are on at the karaoke bar. But everybody in the bar looks really sad and depressed. I mean, I think and of <laughs> Scandinavians as being stoic. I've yes. only met a few people. Yes. Think of Bergman. But yes. Know, yes. The, those are those yes. movies are talk about a glacial pace, but it's so profound. I know. And so yeah. this, like they have these fruity drinks. These girls are sitting there, you know, after work, and they have these <laughs> fruity drinks, and everybody in the karaoke bar is just like looking so miserable. And then, like on the jukebox at these bars, they'll have like Mambo Italiano, and they're all sitting there like <laughs> it's hilarious. It's wow. just it's so dry and so hilarious, and it's just. Um, it's just a slice of life that's really quirky, and they have this old school uh, cinema in it. And these guys come out; it, they're watching a zombie movie, and they come out talking about like Godard and these French directors. And I was just—it's just one of those movies that you have to get. You have to get into it. You have to know that it's going to be drier than let go. And Fallen Leaves yes. will be coming to. Well, it just was—it just was a pleasure project, but. It is being nominated for a bunch of uh, year-end awards, so I think it'll come back or it'll be made available, screen, uh, sc- you know, uh, streaming. Okay, now Lynn will be introducing and have a Q&A on the way we were at 1 p.m. Oh, at the High don't Point. don't get me started. Is that Sunday? Yes. I'm Sunday, because it's part of their golden anniversary series. Is that open to everyone? Yeah, it's open to everybody. You can go online at Cinema St. Louis now and get your ticket. I'm so excited. I will introduce it. And, um, you know, I have a fondness for all things Robert Redford. Well, so I'm so happy I was asked for this because I was just like, oh, my God. And so <laughs> and so many people love the High Point Cinema. I'm yes. so glad that Cinema St. Louis yes. took it over. And now what I'm doing is um, 
Babs, you know, has written her memoir, and she has a whole uh, segment about the way we were in it. So now I'm going to check that out to add to it. But I have a book about the behind the scenes of it. But it stayed okay. So it's 50 years old, but everybody oh remembers. Gosh. It's yes, so of course memorable, we do. and there's so much like uh, Sex in the City. That one episode where Carrie, uh, you know, does Big's hair and says Hubble. Mm-hmm. She's lovely, yeah. Hubble. <laughs> Your girl is and lovely, then, Hubble. And and all that. Everybody remembers all that stuff. So we're going to go walk down memory lane. We're going to have the viewing of the movie. And then we'll have a Q&A afterwards. Now, nominations are out for St. Louis Film Critics, CCA, and Golden Globes. Yes. We, uh, the uh, St. Louis Film Critics, ours are up at stlouisfilmcritics.org. And uh, on my Pop Life STL. And then we're voting this week on the awards. And uh, Oppenheimer, Barbie, The Holdovers, and what's the other one that got the most awards? Well, that's okay. Yeah. Where can, we yeah, can go to so, CriticsChoice.com. And then Critics Choice, we voted for that. And Barbie got the most ever in its 29 years nominations. And then also the Golden Globes came out this week, too. And, you know, they have comedy and uh, drama. So they have the separate. So those those are the first awards, January 7th. Uh, Critics' Choice is January 18th. And then St. Louis were announcing this week. But, yeah, we've had some interesting discussions. Well, you know, the, the Critics' Choice Award at KTRS for furniture goes to Miller Furniture yes. every yes. single solitary yes. year, doesn't it? For yes. very good reason. Yes. Well, I was with the Elder Millers <gasps> last night. And uh, uh, Linwood, who was, you know, before Mark, that's his dad, who runs it. And he still has a hand in the business. He told me that they're still getting things in the warehouse showroom in in Fairview Heights, but it has surpassed wow. their vision. And so they're still setting it up. There's still things, but it's just it's just been a crown jewel in their system. And the mattresses, I swear to God, when you talk about customer service, and everybody's talking about their back, like, oh, it's better if I sleep on my floor. Mm-hmm. Well, go to Miller. <laughs> yeah, please don't sleep <laughs> and, on your and, floor. And, and get advice on what is best for the kind of sleep that you want and your side sleeper they got pillows for you and everything so if you want expert customer service because the worst thing is always calling people going customer service representative right yeah, they you they know. are great every and time i see one of their trucks i'm like mm-hmm. you are gonna be so happy with what you purchased miller furniture spelled m-u-e-l-l-e-r they have stores in belleville illinois lake st louis Ellisville, Missouri, and then their new showroom is in Fairview Heights, and it is fantastic. And you can go to their website, MillerFurniture.com. Lynn Benhouse, thank you. We'll see you thank in a week. Thank you. Well, thank you, and you have a happy weekend. Back in a moment. I was agonizing over Song of the Day, and Mark kept making suggestions, and we were listening to all different Christmas songs. And then I thought, you know, so many of you are Elvis lovers. I'm going to make you happy today. Here's oh, our Song of the Day. girlfriend. Oh, 